Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to the True Report from Secret Golf. This week, I am on location at the Players' Championship. I'm currently sitting by the merch tent, actually, behind 16 and 17 around TBC Sawgrass. And yeah, just uh, taking a little minute here to soak it all in. The fans have arrived on site. Um, I'm joined by Jay Kaplan from the team who we're going to talk to in just a little while and get his picks and stuff. But we were out here on Monday where, you know, it was pretty quiet. It was nice to be able to check out the course and really just uh, kind of soak it all in because the Players' Championship is upon us yet again. And oh my gosh, this is going to be one of the best. So Elk is a two-time Players' Champ as well. I'm sure you know, if you didn't, then he won in 91 and in 1997. And this week on the True Report, obviously we're going to talk about those victories. We're really going to dive into course conditions, the history of this tournament, and of course, re-rank the field to give you our top picks for the players 2022. This week, Diane, it's going to be even bigger, $20 million purse. We thought the purse in 1997 was massive. I think it was about $7 million, and I think my prize there was like 668000 still <laughs> A lot of money at the time. I think I was 288 in 91, still a lot of the time. So they've been able to keep just pushing it up, Diane. 20 million, 3.6 million for first prize. What are you joking? What are you, is that a joke? Well, the thing is, is that the four majors are just held in such high regard. And this has always been dubbed the fifth major, like the unofficial fifth major, which kind of plays it down a little bit because this event is just so special and unique. It's the Players Championship. And now with this purse of 20 million, what is it like three and a half million almost goes to the winner. It's we're talking insane amounts of money, but it's no surprise that this is the best field in golf. Yeah, and it's always been juggled with the media. What is it? You know, I 
I don't mind because I've won a PGA, so I'm, 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 I don't have to just sit on two players. But one thing for sure is this is the best field of the whole year, and it's on a very interesting golf course, very, um, you know, treacherous in places, but well-designed by PGI, doesn't really favor a long hitter, doesn't really favor anyone, really. It's just whether or not you can keep this ball in play and away from all these hazards. Last week was a very tough weekend for the guys at Bay Hill, and there's been comments. The scores were so high on Sunday, and... You know, you talk about how tricky it was there. The rough was such a factor. It's a different test of golf this week. We are going to talk about the conditions and the fact that the rough is really out at TBC Sawgrass. The weather is going to cause chaos <laughs> this week, which we'll dive into as well. But for the guys that played that last week, especially at the weekend, knowing how difficult it was, it's going to be, you know, does that have an impact on them coming to another week that is, again, mentally challenging? Well, I think of Gary Woodland yesterday, you know, Scheffler did a great, you know, he won the tournament, I think, in my mind, on 15, when he was behind that magnolia tree, and he kind of tried to hook it out, and it got hung in the rough, and then he hit some magic shot from 160 yards onto the green and made a 30-footer for par, then he was in the rough again on the next hole, had to chip out again, and chip out again, and got up and down for another par, in the meantime, Gary Woodland equaled 16, he was only probably three good swings away from taking home that that red cardigan diane good get it on the green at 17 hit a good drive at 18 and finished up double bogey in 17 and bogey in 18 finished about fifth so he'd be the one i think would be the sorest because he was actually leading with two holes ago scotty mm-hmm. scheffler uh hovland you know horschel they all had at least a look at it coming down 18 but gary woodland had to walk away thinking what just happened I know, I know. Okay then, so we have loads that we're going to talk about this week. I was out at the course this morning. I'm going to be out there every day this week. How the course looks on Monday is not going to be how it looks on Thursday. Let's dive in and and talk about the weather because, well, it's been beautiful. I live here and we've had great weather. We haven't had a lot of rain recently. And the forecast has been changing constantly. We've had it on our computer and we're just hitting refresh all the time. I feel like it's different every day. But Tuesday, we're going to see rain in the afternoon. And Wednesday, we're going to see rain in the afternoon, like 50% chance of rain. But as soon as Thursday hits, we're on to 73% chance of rain with southwest winds of 11 miles per hour. On Friday, 88% chance of thunderstorms and south-southeast wind of 10 miles per hour. Saturday is going to be the brutal day because a high of 69, rain and wind all day, like 87% chance of rain, and it's the west-northwest wind of 21 miles per hour. Then Sunday, it changes completely. We're going to have sunshine, but it's going to be cold and going to be in the low 50s. It's going to be the high. We're talking about 30s in the morning. So the guys are going to have it they're going to have to deal with all the elements basically this week. Yeah. And I think listening to that forecast, we've been talking about it before. I think the tour is going to have to leave this course as dry as possible because that rain, you know, they don't want to, you know, if you get a lot of rain, the only thing in your voice that I heard I didn't like was that where I hit the lightning, you know, that means that you got to sit in a clubhouse for hours on end. You know, if it's raining, that's one thing you can keep playing, but uh, thunderstorms are a different matter, but they don't want to play the ball up. 
that would be that would be terrible to to have these guys with their hand on the ball if it was rained all week. So they want to keep it dry and tight as early as, as long as they can, so that they can just keep playing in this rain. Mm-hmm. Um, you you mentioned some very uh, unusual conditions on the weekend with a north wind. I when I, both years and by the way, this is what happens in March. You get this unpredictable late north front that comes through. Both years and I won. Uh, 91 and 97. I played the last hole driver three iron in 91 and then driver four iron in 97. So I had a north wind. So it completely changes everything. And that little island green that's sitting over your left shoulder, yeah. if you catch a wind, if you catch a, if you get onto that hole with a little wind into out of the left iron, 20 miles an hour at 50 degrees, it is going to be really hard to pull the trigger. And you're going to see some big stress on these guys coming down the stretch. I on the course today had a walk around and I had spoken to a few people that had played well my brother <laughs> played TBC Sawgrass on Sunday and he said that the course is pristine it looks incredible and it does it's like Augusta National incredible like you have to touch the grass to make sure it's real <laughs> but the rough is up and today we were standing by 18 and you have all those little humps and that little tiny bunker to the right of the green on 18. That grass looked nasty. It was the only word used to describe it because it is so thick and so lush that it just, I mean, it, it's like that everywhere on the course. And then we're talking about all this rain and this wind. So the premium is going to be on accuracy. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that you're out there and I'm glad you saw the rough. And I'm also glad that this is a Pete Dye course because Pete Dye literally changes your attitude when you walk on the tee because he's put so much trouble in front of your face. You you just have a tendency to just try to get away from all these different things he's put down, bunkers and you know, bulkheads and you know, humps in the greens. And the tour has made a decision, it sounds like, which is I I I agree with which is to have deep rough you are going to have to win this tournament this year at 20 million dollar purse you're going to have to hit it straight mm-hmm. you're going to have to play the course the way pete wanted you to you can smash it down there if you want to but it looks like nobody is winning this tournament out of the rough this week so everybody's all those players are on the race right now they know they know already what's coming weather wise they already know that they've got to get them inside the cut to try this could be a week that gets away from them score-wise. When I say score, they could get some very low scores, more than the tour would want for the first three days just because of the rain. Mm-hmm. But that cold front come turn around, this tournament could be stolen, Diane, by a hot round on Sunday because it's going to be havoc with the north wind on with a 50-degree day. It's going to be really nasty. Yeah, well, think back to 2019 when Rory McIlroy won. Terrible weather that Sunday. And it was Jim Furyk who really snuck up and shot, what, 67 on the final day. And it finished only one shot back. Jim Furyk who lives just right beside the course. But yeah, we could. That's the thing about Sunday with the conditions changing and um, with it being a lot colder and that north wind, 14 miles per hour. Oh, we love an exciting finish. Um, I want to quickly, you know, I don't mean quickly to gloss over it, but, you know, your wins, we have to talk so much about them. But before we even get into that, the other day I was in the merchandise tent and went to... We, we don't have to talk about them. Well, we talked about them before. I want to, because I'm just casually browsing around and your face was on two T-shirts. So they had, they've got this whole big section 
you're so uncomfortable right now, but they have this big section on all the two-time winners at the Players' Championship. And your face was right there beside Hal Sutton and Tiger Woods. <laughs> well, my kids have already told you that they want one for their for their own nostalgia, but it looked like I was eating blueberries. My mom, they said, <laughs> Annie said, well, have you been drinking red wine when they took that picture of you on the T-shirt? I said, no, Annie, it was blueberries. It's so great. And um, there's never been a back-to-back winner of the Players' Championship. So Justin Thomas is going to be going for that this year. But um, let's, I mean, we, we talk about it. And we've got a great podcast coming out later this week that we recorded a couple of years ago, but it was you and I and Sam, your son, and the three of us walking 16, 17 and 18. And it was the first time that Sam had, had seen the course in person with you, heard the stories. So that was, I listened to it again the other day. It gives me goosebumps. It was a really special time, but I mean, I know how much that meant to you as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, walking down 16 and coming across around that corner there, I remember in 91, I was I was nervous to play 17 on about the fifth hole. <laughs> I was in I was in and I I I've told you this story a million times, but I I promised myself that I wasn't going to think about the 17th hole again until I got to the 17th hole, just because it was it was messing up my round. Because I I realized, man, if I'm in the lead and I get to the 17, it's going to happen this Sunday with somebody, and maybe the wind's into off the north, and you know you start to worry about it and does that affect your play? And, and so anyway, I was telling Sam and you that story as we're walking around that uh, corner right there, just below your arm and you come around and you first get a look at that 17th hole. And that green is so tiny when you're at the course, don't you think? Because it's low, mm-hmm. it's not built up so, and there's water behind it. So, you know, it looks tiny. And of course, everybody has to hit that shot. Sometimes you feel unlucky at players championship because they might, the wind might be gusting and one guy might get up and hit a shot where there's not much wind and it gets it on the green safely. And the next minute you're, you've got to go and there's a wind's blowing 20. So that's, that's what's, you know, that's what's nasty about this thing. This whole 17th hole, a lot of players say, is it unfair? Is it this? Is it that? But you know what it is? It's unique to this tournament and everyone that's gone through all this list of champions here. They were all the best strikers of my era. All these guys that I played against, Hal Sutton, Freddie Couples, Davis Love, Greg Norman, Tom Kite, Adam Scott, Sergio, Henry Stenson, Nick Price, Cal Pete, all those guys I mentioned, look at the list this morning. All of them had one thing in common. From tee to green, they were the best of the best in the, of their era. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I'm giving you a little sneak peek of what I'm picking this week. I'm staying with my theory this week of the best of the best strikers. Excellent. And um, of course, we're going to have more stories from you and those wins as the week goes on as well. Somebody did send us a question on Twitter and you kind of answered it there by they asked how you felt when you were walking to 17. And you were in two completely different circumstances walking to 17 in 91 and 97. But in 97, did you feel calmer? Approaching the island group. 91, I was, 91, I was petrified. <laughs> and uh, because I was kind of out of my element, I'd only won one, one tournament on tour, and, and I was in the top with a, in the up around the lead with Paul Azinger and Fuzzy Zeller were a couple groups back, and Phil Blackmar was right behind me. And all of a sudden, I birdied, and now I was tied for the lead. And yeah. the wind was blowing in into me heavy on 17. And I was playing with the current US Open champion, Curtis Strange. The picture's right up there. Aww. Actually, I might, I might be able to do something crazy okay. here. But I'm... 
So, oh wow! That's me on. That's me on uh, eighteen. But there's Curtis. He was the original guy that wore the red shirt. He wore a red <laughs> shirt on on Sundays before Tiger did. Um, but on seventeen, we got there and. He had the honor from me and he hit like a, I want to say he hit like a seven iron. Okay. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And anyway, I finished up getting on the green. And I actually three putted. I was way left on the green. I had to putt up all the way up over that elephant to the pin and made three putts and um, finished up, you know, bird in 18 to win the tournament. But in 97, I came through there to answer your question, a different frame of mind because I was six strokes ahead and everyone, everyone, Everyone said I'd ruined the tournament because everyone, everyone at 17 that was wanting to party and watch some, the leader come through, I was so far ahead, they were all leaving. So everybody, was, everybody had their chairs in their hands walking away. And uh, anyway, I found, I found safe land. That's all you're looking for in 17. Exactly. Okay, well, our tour report this week, we are, of course, going to give you our top picks. So we each have our outright favourite, one to watch, and then that dark horse pick that has to be over 100 to 1. So, Elk, we talk about the fact that, you know, we've got a super elite field this week, the best field in golf, playing for that $20 million purse. Bryson DeChambeau having to withdraw again just at the start of the week. You know, Tiger's not playing, Phil's not playing, obviously. Um, but we still have, what is it, like 47 of the top 50 in the world. So, it, it I mean... It makes it tough. It really does. It makes it tough to to make your picks this week. But if you were to talk about one style of player that's going to go out there and do well, what would you say were the main criteria? Well, I look at this list, you know, and we've taken the categories and they're in, you know, you'll be able to see them if you look at our app, the SG Tour app, you'll be able to see our same categories. There's so many guys that are playing good golf, you know, Scheffler's playing great, uh, Neiman played great out and, you know, there's a lot of top players that are Hovland's right there. You know, Gooch is an up and coming guy that I like. I'm, I'm looking at Cameron Smith lives at Jack's beach. There's all these guys. Ram should be there. Uh, you know, just working on his putting a little bit. Justin Thomas, of course, who doesn't really sort of suit the thinking, my mold of what, you know, it takes to, he sort of did it. The Freddie couples, Davis love way, which is one of the, he was the longest hit, one of the longest hitters on the tour. And, got really hot on Sunday last year and won this tournament. It was great and good for him. But my model more is a sort of a medium range hitter. And I've got three of them this week. Um, I'm staying with a model. All my three, even my dark horse picks, are all in the top 10 or in the top 11 of the whole tour okay. in driving and irons to hit the greens. Because this week, Diane, is a big week because we have an individual bet you and I do on a bunch of things. But Dollars. <laughs> I'm, going for, I'm going for guys. I'm not worried about Thursday. I'm not worried about Friday. I'm not worried about any of that. I'm worried about who's going to hang around uh -huh. with $20 million on the line. Who hits it good enough to keep hitting it good enough as the week goes along? Okay. Well, do you want to start then with your outright favorite? Yep, I will. I, uh, I picked this guy... Uh, there's just no way I can't pick this guy because he does about three things that um, that I like the most. He curves it one way. So when you play on a golf course this dangerous and you only have one curve pattern, you know, you if 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 you aim down the left, you've got the whole fairway to curve it into. 
So I love this guy, Colin Morikawa. He's the straightest hitter. He's ranked number one in accuracy and irons combined. And I think he's ranked number one in no, but he's number he's first in putting on the tour and first in ball striking. Um, yeah, and fifth fifth in birdie average, eleventh in scrambling. I mean, the guy is a freak. Uh, we saw him win the Open Championship over in your tournament with a three wood off the tee. Basically, the whole and I was really pleased to see that last year. This could be a little bit of that this week, but you've got to be in the fairway, and I, there's just no way that I can go against Morikawa. He just hits it so straight. He's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, of course, he's in the A tier on the SG Tour app this week. And so is my guy. He's a little bit further down in our re-ranking, but I am saying redemption for Daniel Berger. <laughs> and, uh, well, he's Daniel Berger's 35 to 1, so plus 3,500. Morikawa is plus 1,600. But um, we just saw Berger finish second at the Honda and he no sorry he didn't finish second he it was a second top five sorry of the season so far he had the lead for the longest time and then Sunday just wasn't his day he didn't have a good ball striking day but that's fine we said it at the time that Berger is going to be so quick to bounce back and it's not going to be one of those like scar tissue events where we see it kind of damage him I think that he is going to bounce back and I even said it watching the Honda for the first three days that he's going to be really a force to be reckoned with when it comes to the players. His ball striking is amazing. And that week in particular, tee to green and on the greens, I mean, nobody beat him for three days. So I think those odds are good at 35 to 1. Daniel Berger is my outright favourite. And he finished uh, tied for ninth year last year. So... Yeah, I mean, Berger's a good pick. I mean, look at these guys. Scheffler's playing good. Yeah. Hovland. I mean, Rory, uh, you know, Rahm, Cantley, yeah. all these guys. Now, I do like the left-to-right ball flight for this course. You know, there's two holes that you have to move the ball right to left, and that's number two and number 16. But other than that, you can play the fade all, all the way around this course, and it's actually suited. So... Uh, this is all about accuracy, this course. I mean, there's so many greens that have upstairs and downstairs. And, you know, if you can shake the ball, if you're really a good striker like Morikawa, like Berger, you can use the bank and make it work down. You don't have to take on the pin. I talked to your brother about this on text the other day. Uh, he, we were talking about how some of these holes, should he attack or not? And, and it's always safety first for me. When I played this course, I'm always playing safety first because I'm not going in there if I don't have to. Okay. The other thing about Berger, I mean, he's so good with his irons, but he has that low ball flight. And especially if the winds are going to be up on the weekend, you know, the whole four days really, but especially on Saturday, um, he was my, my first pick. So I'm going for Daniel Berger as my outright fave and you've got Colin Morikawa. I mean, there are two excellent picks and I'm sure they're going to be very popular picks this week. My one to watch, I'm going right into because he was the one that finished second at the Honda and Shane Lowry is 50 to one. So plus 5,000. Um, Lowry's stats, I'm kind of taking them with a little pinch of salt because... He was playing a lot on the DP World Tour and did those events in the Middle East and did really well over there too. But he obviously thrives 
under these conditions with the rain and the wind. I mean, it's what he grew up playing, colder temperatures come Sunday. We saw him win the Open Championship at Port Rush in those kind of conditions, you know, obviously windy at the Honda a couple of weeks ago. And he finished top 10 here last year. So I think Shane Lowry, I mean, he has to be so disappointed that he didn't win the Honda and also those events over in the Middle East. It just shows how close his game is and he, he has been contending every time he's teed it up lately. So could it be Shane Lowry's week? Wouldn't that be great? Open champion and then the players champion. He's got the weather. You always throw a Euro in there. I know I know you do, you know. Yeah. With yeah, the yeah. weather forecast, well, well. as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, we are, we're definitely going for someone from my part of the world. <laughs> I'm going to say something completely stupid, which I have a tendency to do one is you could look at these stats until your eyes just go around in circles like we have for the last few hours or do they mean anything at all and who actually can play good enough this week to hang around in the 20 mil now someone would say well elk they all play for money and they got tons of money i said well the guys that have more than 20 mil in the bank that's going to be very helpful for those guys and i think the two we've already picked They've got that covered probably. So they might be a little bit more relaxed. But some of these young guys, I text with your brother about this. This is going to be a lot of choking going on out there this week. More choking than normal because 3.6 for the winner. There's a lot of money. I mean, a lot of money. More than normal. So I'm going with my plan, Diane. I'm going with the fourth best ball striker in the field. A guy that comes up big in all the big tournaments. Hits it so good. Met him, talked with him down at the Flutine last year. Watched him hit balls for an hour. Was very impressed with Corey Connors from Canada. And he's been a little bit quiet, but I think this is the kind of time of year for him where the big tournaments are coming. And I'm looking for someone that hits it straight and hits it solid. Look, there's we talked about it at the, at the Honda Classic. You and I talked about 15 times they have to hit across the water. I got tired of counting how many shots you have to hit when I, I'm doing my flyover this week with my drawing. So they're on their way. They're on their way to you. I'm telling you how I think. I started losing count on how many solid shots you need to hit at the Players Championship because, look, think about Augusta. You've got to go across the water at Race Creek, and you've got to go across the water at 15. There's like 50 shots you got to hit at this course that you've got to hit solid. I mean, solid meaning there's only one real good spot you got to land it. I mean, look at the hole behind you on your, on your shoulder. You get a little push there. That's a double bogey. That's going to be the end of your week or thereabouts. So it's just a nightmare if you're not hitting the ball well. So I'm going with what there's a term on the tour called a flusher. You ever heard that term? Yes. It's someone that flushes that ball dead smack in the middle of it every time. And you know who flushed it more than anyone? And I was looking at a YouTube video. <laughs> Calvin Pete was the straightest hitter on our tour, and he won this tournament. I sent our producer a video on YouTube. I'm going to put it up for you. It's Cal Pete playing the 17th hole with an 8-iron, Diane. And now they play it at 110. Remember, we used to say, oh, back in my day, I used to walk to school uphill into the snow. <laughs> well, back in my day, we used to play that hole with like a 7-iron or an 8-iron. So I've actually got the film... Uh, to prove it to you this afternoon and they play this hole a little bit shorter than we do back then but uh yes i'm going with Corey connors because he's number four in ball striking and i've got number one and number four 
and he finished top 10 here last year. Remember, it was Corey Connors had those two incredible weeks at Bay Hill and then at the players. Again, you know, difficult, big courses, grueling conditions. And uh, yeah, this was a, a good turnaround time for him last year. My, um, well, my dark horse, we'll just rattle straight onto those because we have to make a dark horse pick and the odds have to be over 100 to 1. That's the rule. I cannot wait to hear who you've got based on what you've been talking about. But my dark horse also finished top 10, not even top 10 here last year, but in a tie for third place. He plays well on this course. He's had a lot of good results here before. And I am picking someone whose game you know really well. He's a lefty and it's Brian Harmon. It's a good pick. I wanted to pick it. I'm, I'm, I'm mad you did it, but I've got a good one too. Brian Harmon, I was texting with him last night. It's one of his favorite favorite events. He loves this event. And, you know, he played really good this year at um, the Bob Hope out of the American Express. I think he finished second uh, on, a, on another real nasty Pete Dye course. And I haven't really thought of this course being a lefty, but I would think because I fade the ball and Brian Harmon draws it, that's really favorable for him. So, yeah, why not? I mean, Brian Harmon is having a great year. Very under-the-radar guy, but a real tough competitor. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm looking for guys that are going to hang around on the weekend when there's this much at stake and the conditions get a little wobbly. Uh, miss hits are going to be penalized to the max. So, yep, I love that pick. Wish it was yeah. mine. There was a few, there was a few that I was looking at, but I settled on Harmon in the end. So right, give me yours then. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. Well, this is going to be, this is going to hit home pretty heavy for you. And I think you've already got it. But um, this guy plays really good at this course too, lives here. And he had a disaster on that whole, why don't you tell me about that? Because I think you were crying in the crowd, but your brother, who's a D player this week on SG Tour app, is the 11th best ball striker on tour. And I went up and down the list, Diane, and I'm looking at, I'm looking for green. Green is the key. If I'm looking under each category, green's really good. Red, not so good. But your brother, let me find him. And I knew this because we follow him all the time. He's having a really nice, quietly, just doing really well this season. D, I can't believe he's sitting there at a D. But look, right here, in all this sea of red on the D page, there's one tiny little number 11 in ball striking. That's your brother. So I'm taking the number one, the number four, and the number 11. So in my mind, I've got three guys that have made the cut already. I've got to get a C player, and that's what I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to beat you with this week. Okay, okay. Um, I that I can't even talk about seventeen. I was like, please don't make me do it because it's just they show the. Tell us what happened because I've even forgot. Your brother was right in the heart. Came yeah. to seventeen. What was it Saturday? Saturday. I was actually I wasn't there. I was in Scotland at the time, and obviously the golf's on later at night. And I ha was watching it, but I fell asleep on the couch. And for some reason, I woke up the second he hit the second ball in the water. <laughs> And do you know when you wake up from a deep sleep and you're like, did that really happen? Like, am I dreaming? But yeah, three balls in the water, carded a nine. Um, yeah, but went back on Sunday and um, got a standing ovation when he hit the 
hit the green. So, I mean, my mum was crying. It was a, it wasn't a bad moment. And I, we've talked about this so much because I think that it, it showed his true character to a lot of people and to himself too, because he, yeah, he recovered from it. And I still get those horrible nerves every time he's standing on that tee. <laughs> well, you and everybody else, um, but your brother's obviously the calmer one of the two, right? Of the siblings, is that? Is, is, I don't. <laughs> How did you guess? It's like you know us or something. He's not. He is nice and calm, and he's swinging really well. You sent me some video of him swinging on the course on Sunday, uh, and I'm very feeling very good about uh, Ralph. You know, we we have a tendency to lean heavily towards our secret golf contributors. Uh, Jason Kokrak played well. He cracked his driver last week. He's looking for a new driver. He's not looking for one to go a mile. He's looking for one that's going to go straight. Patton Kazire had a decent week at uh, Bay Hill. He's quietly putting together a good season. JT Poston, mm. this is his favorite event. Putt's really good. Got to keep the driver in play, JT, for you this week. Ryan Palmer has been very quiet. However, he's from Texas and he knows how to play the wind. He has tons of experience on this course. Who am I missing? Mark Leishman. Leishman. He said he played, he played good, good last, last week, but he, he just kept, kept driving, driving in the rough, rough and had to chip out. out. So uh, uh, this, this is, a, you know, another, another chance, chance for Leish. This is, this is, you know, you know Leish is only one, one big tournament about, about away now, now from, from sort of putting himself in, you know, great, great, great memories of what a player he's been over the years. So this is a good one. I've been texting with Pat Perez and Harmon and Patton and Ryan Palmer and um, hopefully going to meet up with all of our squad of guys over the next couple of days, you know, get them out there on the course, give them a good chance to play it. I'm sure Kokrak and Leishman are having a bit of a resting day on Monday to <laughs> recover from Bay Hill. Yeah, I think, you know, when you play a hard week, it, you close that book, Diane, you go to the new event, you know, I know for me, you know, Physically, you're not that tired because you play golf every week. It's only 18 holes, you know, for them, those guys. Mentally, you get a little beat up. But, you know, Kokrak, Kokrak was out of it, but made the cut on the nose. So he he was sort of surging. He went from making the cut tie for 63rd to finishing 24th in the tournament. So he'll be feeling good. Yeah. Leishman was, in, Leishman was in good shape. He went a little bit reversed. However, Matt Brain goes to the next event. Uh, that one's in the books. That's over with. I tried my best there. And now I'm going down the road and give my – Put my skills on a different different course here well i'll go catch up with all of them so as i said i'm going to be out at the course every day and it'll be um that we have so much stuff for you on our sg tour app so go and check it out because we're going to have little preview videos we have this show with all of our picks our podcast you're doing your drawings of all the the holes around TBC Sawgrass for some strategy and it's a great way to familiarise yourself with the course before the tournament takes place and of course whilst it's going on. And then we have our games. <laughs> now this is the fun <laughs> part because we'll get some good games going for the play. Hey, I won Money Grabber last week. I had Scheffler. Good on you. I didn't. I, and I'll tell I came you out I, of nowhere. I came out of nowhere the last and won with Scheffler and won the whole thing. I'm going to check mine right now because I'll tell you what, I checked it yesterday and thought I'm not going to check it again because I was so bad. I finished <laughs> dead last. I don't know if you can see this right now because of my background. But, oh, there we go. Yeah, you're back. Dead last. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Let's not talk about that anymore. And then in the other game, I won 
$9.21. So okay. Wasn't, well, uh, I've been having a lot of good weeks though. So I maybe Yeah, you you you're ahead on the season for sure. So um well the money grabber game is a great one. Um I'll you explain it since you're doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> well, pick four players category A, B, C and D and basically you're picking four guys to make the most money that you can of the week. Now, I won it last week with a bit of a lucky move. I had Scheffler my other two guys, other, two of my other three guys missed the cut, but because I had the champion, he won 2.1 million. My accumulative was boom at the top, beat everybody else. So that's how I jumped up. Well, we're going to have a money grabber game. We're going to do a $10 game, a $25 game. And all you have to do is go in there and pick your four ball team. So four guys, one from each tier based on the official world golf rankings. You want your guys to make the cut, obviously, because yeah. then, you know, they're they're going to bet you your score. If you have a guy that misses a cut, then it's... You have, you have to take an 80. You have to take an 80 for a guy that misses the cut on the weekend. So it, it goes against you. Yeah. So go and check it out. And also, Elk was showing you our chart with all the green and the red numbers, but you can find that if you go to media on the SG Tour app. It's on all iOS devices now in the app store. And yeah, we're going to have loads up there this week, catching up with the players. We're going to put that out on a podcast and we'll get some stuff on our Secret Golf social media too. Busy week, Elk. It always is for players, but we love it. Oh, and there couldn't be a better host than Diane Knox out there at the golf course. You're looking great today. That was I saw you in front of the scoreboard. I thought you would like my dress. <laughs> it was it was perfect. You are the perfect host. Great. Oh, you're so kind. Well, you're the perfect players champ, two-time winner. And uh, maybe I'll have to go and get one of those t-shirts. I'll get that on social media for everyone to look at too. Just quietly go get the shirts and send them to Annie and Sam, okay? No more drama about the you shirts. You should get them for free. You you should get your like well hang on a minute it's my face on that shirt like you would ever I'm sure have. that I'm sure the tour will be sending me my cut I'm sure they will <laughs> be I'm, I'm I'm almost positive oh excellent right thank you very much for watching the show as I said check out our social media and the SG Tour app for all of our content this week and well come Sunday we're going to have a very worthy players champion who's a whole lot richer as well we're indeed so that was our tour report with Elk and myself giving you our picks. Um, I wanted to get Jay Kaplan on. He's been a little bit MIA from the tour report over the past couple of weeks, months. It feels like an awfully long time. And yeah. as you can tell by my gravelly voice, I've been globetrotting, which is why you haven't found me. And I've been searching, Diane. I've been searching for numbers. Okay to make my unveiling here at a huge event. Some like to call it a major, they would be wrong, but it is a great tournament and it's great to be back. Great to be back with you. Well, we've had um, a lot of fun. We're recording this on Tuesday and we have another day of doing all this kind of media stuff, which is amazing. We're gonna be catching up with some of our players and um, walking the course a little bit more, taking some pictures of the guys, but it really is um, an incredible tournament with a really deep history. And you used to work for the tour. We've yeah. talked about this before. This is an event that you worked at in what, the nineties? Oh gosh, that hurts. Um, yeah, so I got out of school and I got hired by the tour in the media department and sort of cut my teeth in the marketing game here. So. When, when I got hired, the players, nothing, 
I don't even recognize the tournament anymore. He's looking around like, what is yeah, all this stuff? It's pretty amazing. Like, we're sitting behind the 17th tee, which is now a stadium, basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, they always called it stadium golf because you could sit on the humps and the ridges. But they've built this thing up with so many sky boxes and leisure boxes and <laughs> corporate brouhaha's that the whole thing is surrounded by people. It's really a phenomenal looking thing. They've, they've made it feel like a, a huge event. I think that's the feeling you get when you walk in. Not that it wasn't before, but it kind of felt like it was Jacksonville slash Ponte Vedra's like little thing. And now it's clearly international. You walk around, there's people from everywhere. You hear different languages everywhere. The media descends upon here like, uh, like they treat it like at the event that they're trying to really build and they've done a great job doing it and uh the merch tent is like insane yeah, like insane. It really is. right like a we walked blue, in and i walked blue. in i was like do you guys have anything blue the whole freaking place is blue so i guess on brand yeah blue is in this season okay right well we're gonna dive into our picks i've already given mine my outright favorite is daniel burger my one to watch is Shane Lowry. <laughs> is, is he one to watch? And my can't dark remember. horse is Brian Harmon, who's actually one of the first, or yeah, he's in the, the groups off one and off 10 on Thursday and Friday. And he is off in the first group at 6.45 a.m. I know that because he's playing alongside my brother, so I'll get to see his whole round and keep my fingers crossed. But Jay, we're going to get your picks. So following the same format, we'll start with your outright favorite. 6.45, that's early. Yes. Yeah, You're going to walk around at six. Here at like, what, six probably? It's uh, going to be dark. You are, you are a uh, diehard. Okay. So uh, it's been a bit. I've been away from the game, but I've kept my eye on it. You know me, I'm a numbers cruncher. So really, uh, I just get our sheet that gets spit out every week by our crack team in the lab. And this week, it's very clear. There's a there's a winner that just jumped out to me. It's not going to be totally surprising. And I just have this feeling like this guy just fits being a champion here. Okay. okay. He doesn't quite have the pizzazz of the marketable guys. But there's no question he's one of the best players on tour and has been. In the last few years, he's really broken out. The reason I love this guy... Totally green across our sheet, 25th in ball striking, which is probably the most important stat of the week because of the layout, it's a little bit shorter. And being a Pete Dye layout, your eye has to really, the, your eye plays tricks on you a little bit because you have to commit to the shot, right? And I feel like this guy is 1 million percent committed as a ball striker. If he does miss, he scrambles. He's ranked fourth in scrambling. His putting average is second. The big stat here to score is, like every big tournament, what are you going to do on the par fives? So at this course, we have 11 is something you got to score on. 16 is very scorable, but you're starting to think what lies ahead. So a lot of times, guys blow their chance on 16 to pick up a shot because they're worried about the next tee shot. This guy's not going to be phased by any of that. He comes in uh, in his last three, finishing fourth, second. Last week, 33rd. My outright winner, though, is going to be obvious to you when he's hoisting the crystal. It's Patrick Cantlay. 
Um, hard to see past. That, we were talking about that, though. You know, you, it, this is the most elite field in golf, so you have these guys at the top of the leaderboard that it's hard to overlook. And Elk picking Colin Morikawa, you know, I think we've all considered Morikawa yeah. as not only our pick, but as the eventual Players' Champion this year. So Patrick Cantley is a solid choice. I, I, I think he's more than solid, Diane. I think he's going to win. Well, yeah. And uh, come Sunday evening, I'll look forward to sending you those taunting texts okay. that when I do well, of course, when I don't do well, you don't hear from me, but that's fine. Right, so moving on to a one to watch. Well, what odds is Cantley? Uh, sure he's be yeah, really Cantlay well. is 20 to 1. Okay, so his odds rank is fifth in the field, tied for fifth with Scotty Scheffler, who's obviously one of the hottest guys, if not the hottest guy in the world. So, Okay, so one to watch with slightly higher odds. So my one to watch is I feel like I'm cheating on this one because he's in, in our app, he's also an, an A bracket guy. Mm -hmm. Right, he's an A-flight guy, just like Cantlay. But he's a local guy. He's playing great. Finished second last week. We have him ranked second in form. 31st in ball striking. And he's had success here before. So he's another guy. He's probably going to finish second this week behind Cantlay. And it's so obvious that he should be part of your club. If you don't like Cantlay, this has got to be a guy in your app. It's Billy Horschel. Yeah, coming off a great week great at the week. Hill. And um, they kept talking about it on the telecast, that Horschel being, as you say, he lives here, born and bred, Florida. He's a Florida Gator through and through. He's never won in his home state. And he came so close last week. You could tell he was frustrated, but you could also tell afterwards that like he's confident. And it wasn't a surprise to him that he was in that position. And I don't think it's going to be... You know, I think he's going to come to this week with all that good momentum. He's going to be fired up to go out and get this win. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to, like, if there was ever, like, a home course favorite, uh -huh. it would be Billy Horschel, right? Yeah. Because if he does get in contention and have momentum, the fans are going to be totally backing mm -hmm. him. Because you know how Gator fans are. They're obnoxious anyway. So they're all out here all over the place, right? And they love to back their guy, and he's their guy, and it wouldn't surprise me at all. And was he 55 he is, to 1? What is he? He's Billy. I just lost him on my sheet. He is 55 to 1. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. That's really so good. his odds are pretty good. You can make a little bit of money off mm -hmm. of him. Yeah, for sure. And then the dark horse, that has to be over... 100 to 1 yeah. by Dark Horse this week, Brian Harmon, finished third here last year, so I feel like I find a, a good one, loves this course, but let's see who you've got. Well, you don't have to worry about the 100 to 1 because my guy's 200 to 1, Whoa. and he's average across the board with his stats, 102 ball striker, but he's 56th in par 5 scoring, which I like, which is a pretty decent number when you consider how many guys are out here in the field. He comes in ranked 33rd in form, but here's what I like. Two weeks ago, he finished 9th. Last week, 16th. In fact, you picked him recently or thought about picking him, and Elk openly mocked you, talked you out of it, and then he went top 10. So I think he's playing well, and there's usually a guy in the field that gets 
into the top 10 late on Sunday that people root against. He's like the anti-Billy Horschel. He's so nice. He though. is. I, I mean, he really is, and he can play. He wears those big mirrored aviator sunglasses. I think you said mirrored for <laughs> my American friends, right. right? But my dark horse pick, you're going to find him in the C flight in the app. It's CT Pan. Okay. And 200 to 200 one. 200 to one. So collect Kelsey. on yeah. him. Okay. Yeah. So Jay is going for... Patrick Cantley, Billy Horschel, and C.T. Pan. As we've said so many times now, it's the most stacked field that we see all year. And with that $20 million purse, there is a lot at stake. Right, thank you so much for listening to the Tour Report podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe. You can do it through Apple Podcasts on Spotify, iHeart, pretty much all the podcast apps and websites. I am going to be out here for the next couple of days. And then, well, I'm going to be walking the course every day of the tournament. So we'll have some content for you on our app where you can play our games as well. But we're really giving you our full fan experience on the SG Tour app this week. So download it on all your iOS devices from the App Store. Enjoy it. And well, next week we'll be back to talk about whoever it is that picks up the 3.6 million at the players. Sports Social Podcast Network. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.